Hey everybody and welcome to the About That Podcast where we go over current events that are currently going on in our state of affairs right here in the good old United States of America. So today's topic is going to be one that's really near and dear to my heart which is uh, basically uh, cyber crimes that are happening in and around the country that we are just going through lots of very, very major problems with, and this country, uh, my beloved country, just seems to be doing nothing about it, because we are just so far, we are just so far behind on technology and everything, that uh, this is, is ridiculous to think that we're in the year 2021, and we are this, this behind on cybersecurity, cyber awareness, cyber crimes, specifically putting people that hack in jail it needs to be illegal for them to hide their identities like that so if they go online everybody needs to have an id online so the correct uh criminal justice institutions can put these people in jail where they belong they're criminals they are criminals i'm sorry i don't care but that's not even my main speech right now so let me calm back let me calm down a little bit and let me bring it down a notch let's start off slowly and let's work our way up, shall we? So the first thing I want to talk about is the ransomware attacks on the United States. And I really hope that we start headed towards this direction as a country, not for a right or left wing agenda or anything like that. We need to move here for the safety of our privacy, for the safety of the people, and for the safety of businesses. And just for the beautiful intellectual property that a lot of Americans have that is being exploited from counterfeit nations such as Russia, China, North Korea, you know, what have you. And uh, so let's go ahead and look at this article from the BBC.com. Russia hacking claims pose challenge for Biden course, because I'm sure President Joe Biden doesn't even know how to access the internet. In Geneva last month, U.S. President Joe Biden tried to get some ground rules for his Russian counterpart, Vladimir Putin. Okay, so apparently they're counterparts now. He said cyber attacks on critical infrastructure were off limits. Quote, I looked at him and said, how would you feel if ransomware took on the pipelines from your oil fields? He said it would matter. Mr. Biden said he went on to say that if Russia violated these basic norms, in quotation, the U.S. would retaliate. The events of the last few days will test that claim. Folks, we are totally heading into another world war. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news here, but I'm just a messenger. I am just a messenger. But we are literally heading towards a world war that is going to change the total direction of not only the country, but of the whole world. And if we don't start getting it together, we're going to lose a lot of our freedoms to countries like China, which we already have with all these cheap lead-filled products. We're going to start losing our privacy from countries like Russia, communist countries, proud communist countries. And 
why communism doesn't work is a whole nother story uh, in itself. Because, you know, if you guys know me, I was in the military, which is the closest you can get in America to being in a communist-run country. Again, totally another conversation for another time that we'll talk about on another episode. Today, we're going to stay focused on cyber crimes. okay? So to continue the article... It says, on Monday, Bloomberg reported that Synex, a third-party provider used by the Republican National Committee, excuse me, RNC, had been breached last week. Of course it was, because we're behind. In a statement, the RNC chief of staff, Richard Walters, said he did not believe the hackers had infiltrated its systems. The supply chain hack, where a company that provides IT functions to many other companies is hacked. Followed another large-scale attack that was revealed on Friday. And now let's go to the ransom demands. This time, ransomware was used to infiltrate IT company, information technology for those that don't know, Kaseya and its clients. Early estimates suggest that hundreds of businesses had their data scrambled in the hack. The attacks were different in style, but shared one crucial similarity they were both linked to russia of course right why would russia do anything wrong revel r and that's r-e-v-i-l a prolific russia linked cybercrime syndicate that's another word for a gang took credit for the attack revealed on friday the hackers demanded 70 million to restore the affected businesses data $70 million, guys. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I can promise you that most of the people, including me, that listen to this podcast, we don't have $70 million. But if you did, I bet you uh, every penny in my name that you do whatever it took to uh, protect your data. Again, this is... uh, With folks being greedy and not getting with the future as far as the IT of this country and the cybersecurity and outdated people in the cybersecurity industry. People that were good maybe in the 1980s and early 1900s, or 1990s, not 1900s, in the early 1990s, but now in this 2010 plus era where smartphones are a thing, we have people that just cannot keep up with the radical change of the industry and so we need new younger people and fresher minds to come in here to give us ideas right myself included the attempted hack on the rnc was reportedly undertaken by a group known as cozy bear if that name sounds familiar it's because they were accused of breaching the democratic national committee in 2016 oh really they've also been linked to the huge solar winds hack that infiltrated a slew of government agencies, of course, revealed in December. Guys, just because the government is supposed to be this this top law enforcement standard or whatever you think it is, this governing agency, does not mean they're bulletproof. And so this also goes out to the United States government. You need to fire whoever is in charge of you guys's uh, I don't know what privatized company that you guys are, you know, loaning yourself out to, but you need to fire them. In the words of Donald Trump, you're fired. This is unacceptable. $70 million of somebody's money, hard-earned cash, 
is now in the hands of these cyber criminals that will never be able to be found. Um, I mean, it, it's, it seems like the perfect crime, and it is, because it's almost untraceable, and it's complete, excuse my French, bullshit. Sorry, I don't want to get heated up this early in the morning, guys. I just need to enjoy my beautiful day. Whew! Alright, too early. Too early for this, right? Alright, so let's talk about what the article says. So, this Cozy Bear, um, they basically hacked, um, excuse me, excuse me one second. They hacked Kaseya. Right, this IT company that's supposed to, I'm assuming, be top of the line um, as far as what they claim and what they do. Because you have a lot of old people that run these big corporations and they have no idea that cyber crimes aren't advancing technology. So just because they have five years of track records, technology changes real like a snap of a finger, man. So just because they were good five years ago, now... It does not mean that they are still up to standards with everything that's going on. So what we need to do, and this is a you know just a theory of mine, we need to start putting people and prosecuting people in prison just as if they were to hold somebody at gunpoint for cyber crimes and stealing money. Those people get away with so much stuff <clears throat> that is ridiculous. If I were to go on the street right now and, and, you know, God knows I never would do this, but if I were to go right now and hold somebody at gunpoint and I would get 20 bucks from them, I would be, if I would get caught, which I probably would get caught these days because of technology, if I got caught, here's $20, 20 measly dollars. I'd go to jail for maybe couple months for armed robbery whatever what have you and then i'd be back out on the streets here's the problem with cyber crimes you don't go to jail at all so you don't feel like there's any consequences to your actions and you don't feel like you're hurting people when really you're affecting families you're affecting people's jobs people's namesakes just like we used to hang people in the 1800s, I say it's time to prosecute these cyber crimes once and for all. Anybody that hacks and steals anybody's phone information, social security, anything, anything at all needs to be put publicly, I say publicly, in jail or prison, whichever one is more suitable for what they did. Because... If you don't, then you'll have this society that thinks, oh, well, you see, that's the old way of doing crime. I don't have to go and rob somebody when I can just get on my fucking, com excuse me, excuse me. I can get on my freaking computer. I'm a veteran, guys, sorry. I can get on my freaking computer and I can just rob somebody over the webs real quick. Look, it's easy. You just send them this phishing link and, you, you know, they click it and then you get all their information. And there's no repercussions. As long as I use a VPN, as long as I hide my MAC address, my IP address, there's, there's no repercussions for my crimes. Right? And this could be your neighbor. Right? I've had a, a, a situation where it was actually one of my neighbors stealing my information. And had I not known anything about technology, he would have gotten away with it. 
And because there's really no way to prove that he did anything except for the proof that I know he had. Well, guess who didn't go to jail, right? I'd say he made up with about almost $1,000 for me when I just had a child that needed those diapers, that needed that money. And when I woke up, my bank account information was gone. You don't think that affected me and my family? Sure, you might just say, oh, well, it's just $1,000. But what if your child, your freshly born baby boy or baby girl needs diapers? What if he or she needs that formula? What if you need some gas to get to work? $1,000 ain't really that much, folks, when you talk about spending it on bills and spending it on, you know, responsible adult things, not alcohol, not weed, not cigarettes, not scratch-offs. I'm talking about just bills, being an adult. Normal bills that we all pay in America. So don't you think for one second that there is no... Uh, victims to these crimes. This is not a victimless crime. And I've heard that before. This is a total victim crime. And I'm speaking on behalf of the victims right now because I am a victim of cybercrime. And so, long story short, my son was not able to get diapers for a few weeks until we had to basically beg other family members and convince them that our money had been stolen on the internet so they could help us buy diapers. This is sad, okay? I don't even want to get into what kind of a, you know, 70, what kind of a a hold 70 million would put on a family. Come on, somebody's got to pay it, right? I mean, somebody has to pay this. And so guys, whether it be the taxpayers, whether it be the bank, whether it be a private investor, even if it's a billionaire, That money still comes out of somebody's pocket. That information, those private pictures of their private lives comes from somebody's photo album. It needs to stop right here. And I urge everybody to talk to their local Congress people about prosecuting cyber crimes heavily because i know i will be i'll be right back in a second guys we're going to take a short break all right guys so this is the end of this episode uh be sure to tune in because uh, i will be releasing a lot of great content I appreciate you guys' time. Have a great day. I'm out. See you later. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Zach, and I'll be your host for today. Well, I'm basically always your host. So anyways, uh, today I want to talk about the Russian gang. Now they're calling it a gang. First, they were just a ransomware or malware uh, group or whatever they decided to call it. But we're going to talk about them, one, calling it a gang because they are a gang. That's what gangs do. They do gang stuff. Um, And so they basically apparently vanished from the web, right? If you're a tech guy like me and you know how easy it is to basically 
use an IP or a VPN, sorry, use a VPN, hide your IP address, and then, no, you're bas- basically, you're untraceable, right? So, you know, in theory, you're, you're untraceable, basically. And it's all 100% legal, but, you know, in Russia, I'm not really familiar with their laws and stuff, but, so let's go ahead and read this, uh, this article. Russian gang blamed for a global ransomware attack vanishes from web. And by the way, I just want to ask, how are you guys doing today? How are you feeling? What is going on in your lives? Feel free to message me. Feel free to talk to me. If you think I should change anything, let me know. All right? I'll be more than happy to talk to you guys. Anything at all. If you want certain things you want me to talk about, I'll definitely give give that a shot. Okay, so Russian gang blamed for a global ransomware attack vanishes from web. As of Tuesday morning, the group's public website, the Dark Web Portal, that's not a public website, that facilitated its ransom negotiations with victims, and the site that victims used to pay those ransoms were offline, okay, because they basically got rid of the webpage. Um, sorry, my dog made a weird noise. The ransomware hacker gang, Revel, or Revel, Websites are offline about a week and a half after the group's cyber attack on IT software vendor Kaseya allowed the criminals to breach hundreds of companies around the world. As of Tuesday morning, the group's public website, the dark web portal that facilitated its ransom negotiations with victim and the site that victims used to pay those ransoms were offline. Wow. Wow. See, this is why we're behind in cybersecurity. The dark web isn't so so dark at all. Um, <laughs> in addition, Rebels websites, all of their infrastructure used to control their hacking operations is also dark. <laughs> what does that even? <laughs> Said Alan Liska, an intelligence analyst who tracks ransomware for the cybersecurity firm Recorded Future. Rebels public spokes. Oh God, they have a public spokesperson. He goes by the pseudonym UNKNOWN. <laughs> Hasn't been active on message boards since last Thursday. Cause unknown. It is unclear why Revel's public presence has disappeared or whether the outage is permanent or temporary. Ransomware gangs sometimes suffer from internal squabbles that disrupt their operations. <laughs> or they just got a big enough payout they don't even need to be a a gang in or a threat anymore. The Russian cybercrime gang, that's dark side, <laughs> they're not even trying anymore, announced that it was seizing operations shortly after it had Colonial Pipeline in May, a breach that caused temporary fuel shortages in the United States and raised alarms about cyber attacks on critical infrastructure. Because this is only a big deal when they attack our oil, right? Of course it is. President Joe Biden recently vowed to take action against Rebel, send the Navy SEALs in there and fucking blow their heads off, and other Russian-based ransomware gangs if Moscow did not do so itself. Why would they? Why would Moscow do anything? They hate the United States, so I just don't understand. Um, and forgive me if any of my li- listeners are Russian, uh, I have nothing against Russia or Moscow. But I do have a problem with criminals. And I know that not every Russian is a criminal, just like not every American is a dumbass. We need to put that out there first, right? Obviously, if you're listening to my podcast, you're a very intelligent individual, and I love you. 
The National Security Council declined to comment on the rebel outage, which Bloomberg first reported. CISA and the FBI did not immediately respond to requests for comment because they don't have anything to comment on because they probably really did lose them and they're a bunch of dumbasses. Um, forgive me, FBI. Um, so where do we start, right? So now uh, they're calling it a gang, which I have been a very, very big supporter of. I've always said you're a gang if you do gang things, right? If you do gang stuff, you are a gang. And this just goes to show you, so just because it's over a computer does not make it any less of a gang. You are still a gang. And I came from a pretty rough area out here in uh, Houston, inner city Houston. And so I was exposed to street gangs, criminal gangs. And um, it's basically the same concept of taking ransom and all this, you know, it's it's really simple minded, really retarded, idiotic. And, you know, hey, if that's how you want to live your life, man, by all means, go for it. Just know the consequences that you're getting yourself into. You know, I hold no grudge against you. Do It's a free country. Do what you want to do. But you, you have to know the consequences or your actions do have consequences you know, for what you do. And so if you're hacking, there needs to be a consequence or else people are going to keep doing this. We have to set an example for the rest of the world. Say, hey, we're not going to play with this anymore. We are going to go full force and we're going to take, you know, these guys by the balls. And we we are going to expose these people from being little keyboard warriors and stealing millions of hard earned dollars that people earn. Right. Because I think uh, when I watch this uh this educational video on uh, ransomware. The ransomware worldwide business is $350 million or billion dollars. That was the direct number. Even if it was either or, million or billion, $350 million, guys, for being a stupid criminal on a computer. Wow. And you can do this on any computer, guys. You really can. And so... Of course, it's a good business because they know nobody's going to be able to find them with their little VPN and they got all these little gadgets and stuff. And so, you know, the FBI, they have trouble, you know, probably the CIA, they have trouble finding these people because the Internet is just this vast place where there's just lawlessness and there's there's no security, supposedly. Right. So. A big thing with um, with me is I am 100% anti-hacking, but I'm 100% hacking criminals that use hacking or other means to hurt people and kill people. Those people deserve to be hacked, but regular law-abiding citizens should not be hacked by the federal government for no good reason. You need to have a very good reason to hack somebody, but I think criminals that have and now it's becoming more common that people have such a, a good knowledge of computers these days that um, it's no surprise that we just, we're behind. We're in the 1990s and the 1980s with our computer laws and, you know, and this is why people take advantage of it. They see a prey. They see a prey that they could prey on and they could take advantage of. And it's completely bullshit.
But anyways, guys, I just want to leave this on a positive note. Uh, I'm not sponsored by anybody, but if there's some sponsors out there that want to sponsor me, I'm going to be making a lot more videos and a lot more podcasts. So just please let me know. Send me a message. And uh, I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Love y'all. Zach, out.